Hi there, today on Typical Books, it is a horror book haul. I went on a vacation and I ended up at a wonderful bookstore, my new favorite bookstore, Apport Books in Emmaus, Pennsylvania. And I'll talk more about that particular bookstore. But first, of course, it was an amazing horror haul. I had quite a few books on my list. I keep a list on not only Goodreads, but also on my phone of books that have been recommended to me. And there's a couple on this list. I didn't luck out with every single recommendation I've ever got, but keep them coming. If there's a book you think I ought to be reading, definitely let me know in the comments. So yes, I'm Lydia. This is Typical Books. We talk horror. If this is your first time here, check out other videos for sure and enjoy this huge haul. And for everyone that's returning, oh my gosh, do I have some really cool finds one or two that are like collector gems and of course some great recommendations we went to apport books it is a gorgeous bookstore and i highly recommend this i had shared a photo online of the front window and it's really that picturesque there was no photoshop involved with that except maybe some straightening to make the square window more square it is a gorgeous bookshop inside and out I spoke with proprietor Ben briefly, so did my husband, about the origin of the bookshop. So if you're looking to order books, they have been a virtual bookstore for a long time before they opened the brick and mortar store last July. So yes, if you are looking at books or looking for new horror books, crime, science fiction, philosophy, occult, mysticism, all sorts of books, they have an Instagram page where they post the books regularly. So definitely check that out. It is, like I said, gorgeous inside. There is sort of a mix of that newer bookstore aesthetic where it is just very beautiful. Things are arranged just so. Things are at a lower level too, which is helpful for me. There are high shelves, like any big bookstore, set up like a library, more like a personal library, where things are also arranged on tables and bookshelves and in corner nooks, so it's very picturesque. I didn't whip my camera out 24-7 and I didn't take any video which I intend to upon returning with permission. So perhaps I will. I just was too overwhelmed with so many awesome books to be worried about taking video and I was on vacation, of course, but maybe another time because it is just a gorgeous store and I highly recommend going and checking it out for yourself as well. As an aside, I read the entire book, The Cellar by Richard Lehman. I ripped through this in about three sessions, two and a half days, maybe two days of reading this on vacation. It was so enjoyable. And there'll be more about that when I do my wrap up at the end of the month. Before I get into the books that I did pick up, I will mention some books that are still there on the shelves. Maybe if you're lucky. If you are looking for a hardcover copy of 666 by Jay Anson, this particular book right here. There is a copy available at Apport Books. There's also a copy of Let's Go Play at the Adams by Mendel W. Johnson. And I already have a copy of that book. But if you are looking for something that is a little more classic, that isn't the re-release, it is on the shelves there as well. For The Connoisseur, there is also a copy of Dark Gods by T.E.D. Klein. And that is highly recommended. I also have a copy of that. Oddly, those are three books that I have copies of. I think I bought everything in there that caught my eye that uh, I didn't already have. 
Now there's some really great pulp and crime. Uh, Criminality may enjoy some of these titles. Crime and science fiction aren't really within my wheelhouse, but I can recognize some amazing collections when I see them. And there are a lot of those. There's also oddities like these little blue books and classics in occultism, philosophy, sci-fi, and of course, horror. We also visited Second and Charles, which I had talked about previously, and I really thought I'd be walking out of there with a big stack of books. I was specifically looking for books on the list of recommendations, and I thought being such a huge bookstore, a used bookstore, that I would find a lot of them. I was also looking for Joe Nesbo books, so I didn't luck out. There was a few ratty ones. They were really too ratty, even for my tastes. But uh, yeah, so I'm still looking to flesh out my Joe Nesbo collection because as far as crime, that's about as crimey as I get. Horror, serial killer, crime. But I did pick up one book there and that is Small Horrors by Darcy Coates, a re-release of her collections. I believe there's three of these that I did not know until I read the most recent Darcy Coates newsletter in the email and she talked about this re-release and it does look great and it fits a paperback size along with the other books and it is just a find. And I think that's the only new book I bought. Well, there were other books on our list. Our shelves are bursting upstairs, but those are a tale for another day. I feel like I've been talking way too much already. So here we are with some of the books. Two Brian Keene books. How could I go to Pennsylvania and not luck out with some Brian Keene? It's getting dark, dark, hollow, and darkness on the edge of town. So I have been recommended these. I've been recommended other Brian Keene. I was specifically looking for The Complex. That is a Brian Keene book that I really wanted to read, but I ended up with this gorgeous, nearly unread, probably, copy. It's a leisure copy of Darkness on the Edge of Town. And of course, Dark Hollow. Is it another leisure? It is. It's a little more used. It's a little swollen, but the spine is intact. Gorgeous, gorgeous books. I think that these were $4 each. The next one was quite a find and it fits into the Brian Keene theme because I had heard one of his last interviews, probably his last interview on the Brian Keene Horror Show and that is Jack Ketchum, She Wakes. The Nihilist Geek, Michaelis, had just talked about this book and I was so pleased because I picked it up a few days before Easter, not knowing it was an Easter themed horror and I wish I had room in my reading right now to actually fit it in because I've never read She Wakes. So yeah, a real find. The spine is a little cracked, but I mean, who doesn't really love a good Jack Ketchum? So I could see this getting read a couple times. Who could talk about Splatter and Brian Keene without talking about Ralph James White? I mean, one of the progenitors of the Splatterpunk Awards alongside Brian Keene, Wrath James White, one of my favorite Splatterpunk authors. This is a Deadite Press book too, which are rare I find in used bookstores. Once in a while you find like a clutch of them and there's like four or five Deadite Press books in a row and I just grab them all. And uh, yeah, population zero. Uh, I don't know if I should blur that out. It's not showing any, any nipples or anything, but yeah, population zero by Wrath James White. This was quite a find. It's a little novella. I've been looking forward to reading this. And for the size of it, perhaps it's rarity, I don't know, or perhaps it's subject matter, or just because it's awesome, Wrath James White is 10 bucks for that little novella. I think that's about on par with what it would be new, and it is in basically new condition. There was one more leisure book and splatter. It is Edward Lee's Slither, one I've never read, so very interested to get to this. I do love Ed Lee. I like some of his more um, straightforward books the most. You've heard me talk about Ghast quite often. Penelope Ghast is my favorite villain 
uh, Edward Lee Slither is something way up on my list. So I've been trying to read a Richard Lehman book a month. I think I'll uh, swap out this book for my next leisure book read next month for sure. But yeah, this is a find. I was very pleased to see some Edward Lee on the shelves because it's pretty rare. Well, rare for me anyway. And that was only $5. I normally don't talk about the prices, but we're gonna <laughs> talk about prices when it comes to two books coming up. Not this one though. This was a decent price. This is Children of No One by Nicole Cushing. You know, I am a huge Nicole Cushing fan. And this is a novella I'd never read. So very excited to get to this, very excited to own it. I really do enjoy this finding Nicole Cushing out in the wild. And it's not Mr. Suicide or a more popular book at that. So yeah, this was quite a find. It's a very lovingly cared for independent legions novella as well. So these are very high quality cared for books. Ben at Apparat Books is very knowledgeable and accommodating and really helpful. And I believe just maybe tidies up these books or just has a discerning eye. So there's not a lot of like 14 copies of Twilight and I didn't see any 50 shades of gray on the shelves. So yeah. 12 South 4th Street in Emmaus, Pennsylvania is where you'll find Apport Books. And I know I keep repeating it and I sound like a big old commercial, but I really love this place. I mean, Ross James White and Nicole Cushing, could it get better? Yes, it could. Now, Nicole Cushing did win a best debut novel with a previous Horror Writers Association Bram Stoker Award. And so did Rex Miller way back in the day. And I know I said I wasn't going to read the rest of this series that started with Slob by Rex Miller, I believe in 1986, Bram Stoker Award winner. But here we got Chain Gang and Slice. And these covers are absolutely fantastic. Slob is uh, lackluster in comparison. So I'll put a photo up so you can really just drink in the gorgeousness of these covers. Uh, one is a step back and that made my day. Now, by the time I had found all of those books on the shelves, uh, it had been one of those moments where I had a book in my hand, uh, a book that's coming up, a nonfiction book. And that was me roaming around the store before hitting the horror section because I knew I'd spend some time there. And all of a sudden, poof, my husband turns around and I have a stack of eight books in my hands, including those. Yes, it was dangerous. While I was shopping, at the risk of sounding like a commercial all over again, North to South Designs has bookmarks there and I picked up two wooden ones, a little Edgar Allan Poe, which is in use right now, and this little Stephen King bookmark. And there's all sorts of other things there. I tried to not go on a shopping spree, right? Like I wanted to spend money on books, but uh, these caught my eye and all sorts of other stuff that I had to really control myself and, and bite my tongue or pinch my pocketbook. I don't know what the term would be, but pull those purse strings tight so that I didn't uh, have all that eye candy infect me and walk out there with another $100 worth of swag. Speaking of $100 worth of swag, I did spend quite a bit on this gem you see before you now. And my husband had noticed this on the rare books shelf, which I tried to spend the least amount of time because that was of course the higher ticket items. And there's not a heck of a lot of horror to be found. Uh, some though, quite a bit of wonderful horror and oddly some of the really great pieces that were just out on the floor. Uh, there was one in a glass case that I'll get to in a bit, but Bad Brains by Kathy Koja, it's an arc if you can believe that, and it's signed. Now, I don't know if it was known that it was signed, but uh, it was marked as an arc 
inside in the price area, but it wasn't marked that it was signed. So yes, Bad Brains, Kathy Koja. I've read this. I used to have a paperback copy of this ages ago, and I haven't had it. I have other wonderful signed hardcover Kathy Koja, but this is a gem. It has a very interesting blurb on the back of it. From Stephen King. Thank you for introducing me to the remarkable line of novels currently being issued under Dell's Abyss imprint. I have given many great blurbs over the last 12 years or so, but this one marks two firsts. First unsolicited blurb, I called you, and the first time I have blurbed a whole line of books. In terms of quality production and plain old storytelling reliability, that is the bottom line, isn't it? Dell's new line is amazingly satisfying, a rare and wonderful bargain for readers. I hope to be looking into the abyss for a long time to come. I've never seen a blurb for the imprint on the back of an arc. Usually, if anything is on an arc, it's uh, information about its release date and stuff like that, and that it is indeed an arc. And they have marketing plans, advertising in Locus, 27 copy floor display, and full color abyss riser, Detroit area publicity to include account visits, review copy and press release mailing to horror sci-fi reviewers, feature editors, and columnists throughout the country, galley mailing to horror sci-fi and mainstream reviewers, three-piece foil and embossed die-cut cover art with four-color inside art. Four-color inside art. Four-color inside art is a very cool thing to have in a paperback, really honestly. Abyss, cash in on the categories pre-pack. I don't know what that is. Offer the cipher in bulk on new title order form. Galley mailing up to 250 horror accounts. So like probably an email, 250 horror accounts. Advanced reading copies to be distributed to a membership of World of Fantasy Convention. That's really cool. And this might have been where that came from. Now, I know Kathy Koja is New York based, not too far from Pennsylvania. It makes sense that there would be somebody floating around in that area with a copy or two like this signed arcs. I don't know. Is Do you have signed arcs? We have some signed copies in our collection. I know that a lot of us viewers do too and bookworms for sure. But a signed arc. Do you have one? So yeah, Kathy Koja, that's the real gem to me here in this collection, this haul so far, but there is another one to come. First though, Dark Companions by Ramsey Campbell. It is an old, it's a book club edition hardcover with its uh, dust jacket that is just in old quality. It's not like destroyed or beat up. It's just being shelved and reshelved and loved and read, right? So I am so happy to have this because this is not a Ramsey Campbell that I've read before. So yes, this is very welcome addition to my collection. It does have a uh, mark in it. It has a sticker that used to belong to a Mr. or Mrs. Fretz who lived in New Jersey. Dark companions, we are all afraid of the dark. Well, those watching the video here today, maybe not so much, but yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous cover. Another oddity, I'm a huge Hans Holzer fan. My grandmother was a Hans Holzer book collector and I wish I had more of his stuff. I wish I had all of her old books, but I have an oddity. Hans Holzer, Psychic Detective, The Unicorn. So I guess he had written some pulp crime novels and detective novels. Uh, I'd never known that, so very interested. I'm a huge Hans Holzer fan. I'm a huge fan of his daughter, Alexandra Holzer, and I hope that she ends up getting like TV deals and stuff because that's somewhere I would have liked to see 
hands Holzer move into if he would have lived maybe you know forever that would have been great but having his daughter carry on the legacy is so important to me and finding this book this weird little oddity the unicorn so looking forward to checking out hans holzer's fiction i don't know if there's a lot of ghost investigators that are watching right now but a few of us are definitely familiar with hans holzer and i am always on the lookout for his actual nonfiction ghost books ghost hunter extraordinaire i love this man Second last, so not least, we have one for Stephen Carsley. It is a vampire book, The Science of Vampires by Catherine Ramsland. And this was recommended to me quite heartily. If you've watched my vampires in fiction, vampires in nonfiction videos, these books are very important to me. I have quite a few vampire nonfiction books. And I have had a video coming up and planned with more contemporary vampire picks and a video where I cover some more nonfiction books just like this, The Science of Vampires. This is one of the top rated books of vampire nonfiction. So this will answer, are there any vampire myths based on fact? Blood-sucking villain to guilt-ridden loner. What has inspired the redemption of the vampire in fiction and film? What causes a physical addiction to another person's blood? Important things that we all need to know. This had a bookmark in it, which I thought was cute. And it's got bookmarked the signs that someone could be a vampire. After they die, their relatives and livestock begin to die. After they die, a dark figure visits the former home at night. After they die, things turn up missing from their former home. A large hole appears next to their grave marker. I mean, that's a clue. A white horse, black stallion, or female goose refuses to walk over the grave. The exhumed corpse shows a reddish color or is in a different position than when buried, has new skin or bright red blood, is thicker from bloating, has longer hair and nails, has limp limbs, or shows little or no decomposition. Shrieks, moans, or bleeds when staked. So there was one more book. It caught my eye. When I walked in, there's a glass case and it's got some books in it that are collector's books, right? So I, I normally look at those and I took a photo of it. I took a couple photos of books in there and this one was no exception because I didn't think I was going to buy it. And I walked by it and I mulled it over and I thought about it and then I asked to see it and then I bought it because even though I'm not the biggest Thomas Ligotti fan, this was a find. It might not be a first edition and it might not be hardcover, but it is Grimscribe, so I'm very happy. Grimscribe, his lives and works, Thomas Ligotti. This was his second story collection and it came out in 1981. This, I believe, came out a few years later and it's really gorgeous looking cover. I love that cover. I could see people having that tattoo. If you have a Thomas Ligotti tattoo, definitely let me know because this really lends itself to it and I know that his fans are rabid. Or like rabid in the most quiet, grim scrabby sense, believable. It did have a little warping, this book, um, but for the price it was, let's say, over $40. We'll just say that. It is in unread condition otherwise. So it was just stored, it was simply stored. It was stored out of bright light because it doesn't seem to be faded or sun bleached in any way. And the uh, copyright here is uh, 1991. So 10 year anniversary edition of some sort. And yeah, it's printed by Jove Books, this particular copy. And I'm just very, very pleased to have this. 
like looking at the spine it doesn't appear to have been fully read i think it it looks like someone might have read one story out of it um one story of note perhaps but otherwise it could have been ironed or heat treated to make it seem flatter but that would have taken the warp out of it right that would have definitely taken that warp out of it but I've tried to have it underneath a stack of books to try and weight it down. It's not terrible, but it's noticeable. And yeah, I'm just very, very pleased. I'm going to be reading more Thomas Ligotti. I know that's been another request, definitely. And this book definitely on that list. So yeah, huge, huge, awesome find. And that was not the end of the amazing books there because I just couldn't buy them all. Of course, we stuff them all in this amazing little tote bag and it's got sort of horror things going on in there. Horror and mythology and philosophy, science fiction, occultism, all that stuff. So yeah, check out Apart Books on Instagram. I'll leave information down below. Are those books that are on your shelves as well? I know that I went looking for a huge list and there's a lot of books on there by authors that were on that list and maybe not all of the books themselves. But Brian Keene, definitely the Ramsey Campbell and the other Jack Ketchum book as well. I'm still on the hunt for other books that people have recommended. But like I said, just keep them coming. If there's a book you think I ought to be reading, definitely leave it down in the comments below. Or if you have any comments about this amazing book haul, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out Apport Books and have an ooky spooky day.